Oh, one good idea. All right. Good, good evening. Good evening, Kitty. Good evening from Kansas City. How are you? <laughs> good evening from Bangkok and good afternoon to our friends in the Middle East and in Europe um, time zone. Speaking of time zones, I got myself confused. I was trying to be accommodating to you and I said good evening, but it's good morning here. <laughs> well, maybe you're saying good evening to me. I should have said good morning to you. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, Kitty, I think that's a really perfect way to segue into our topic for this this episode 2020 mm. a year in review i don't know about for you but for me it has been a little bit of a year of confusion <laughs> uh, uh, but what we wanted to do on this particular show is <clears throat> go over um each of the topics that we've covered just sort of as a year in review and give a little bit of an explanation as to why we chose those topics. And then just kind of check in, you know, I think both of us in our work as coaches and mentors, we, we believe in the, in the power of evaluating and learning. And so just kind of looking back, how do we feel today about this year and about doing that as an action? Because things are a lot different this year. So that may have changed for us professionally as well as personally. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to go ahead and remind our friends um, mm. some of the topics that we covered this year in 2020 in our episodes. Um, first of all, we defined what we consider to be a new meaning of success. We talked about what success really means to us as individuals. Then we talked about sort of the opposite to that, struggles and failures. And is there such thing as a failure? And is there value in struggling in life? Then because we met doing yoga, we talked about yoga as a secret to success for us. And we talked about friends for success. And this was one of my favorites. We, we looked at fear um, and the role that fear can play in our lives. Good and maybe not as good. Eating, we lightened it up a little bit and we, uh, we talked about the foods that we love and how we love to eat and why we love to eat. Then de-stressing with a cuppa, which for our friends who aren't familiar with that phrase, a cuppa simply means a, a warm beverage or really any beverage. The eye of the storm. We, we were timely with that one right in the midst of the US election and a lot of political unrest around the rest of the world, racial strife here in the US. Thanksgiving, an American holiday, we discussed gratitude and giving our gifts. And then last time we talked about winter and the upcoming winter solstice, the darkest, longest day of the year. Mm. So that's kind of a wrap up. Wow, that was a lot, huh? Well, you know what? Because Lisa and I always kind of talk about what we're going to talk about and plan about the show, you know, before the show actually goes live. And even though we have all the episodes on the draft, until now you've just said it out loud, I kind of think, oh my God, we've actually covered quite a lot of areas. And they may come across, if for those of you who've just joined now or you're watching this live, you know, those titles may sound like, you know, ordinary, but a lot of the content that we talked about is very not ordinary in the sense that we find the twist and the spin that we see, which is not commonly uh, discussed or covered in most of the mainstream area. 
Um, so we've actually done a lot, and I really hope that with all those episodes, you know, they will never be dated because we're talking our truth, and Liz is talking his uh, her truth. So I hope people will go back and kind of um, reflect the point of of those issues that we've covered, because because there's no time frame in any of those. I don't feel. Yeah, absolutely. They're definitely timely topics as well as evergreen or um mm, yeah, yeah yeah topics yeah so kitty let me ask you i don't mean to put you on the spot but how has 2020 been for you i think uh on a global basis everybody yeah. knows this has been what i would like to say unusual year but because it's been going on for the whole year so what was perceived as unusual becomes you know daily business now um so it has been a challenging year, not just for myself, but for most people. Some people gain a lot, whereas some people lost a lot, whether it's money or friends or loved ones. Um, but I think where we are now, is it good or bad? I don't know, because we can only compare two points to look at whether it's better or worse off. Um, but we are where we are. Um, it's... It's a mixed, very mixed year, um, but I actually enjoy this year. You know, mm. I, I actually enjoy every single year because you get to see lots of things that you don't know about yourself. You get to see a lot of things about you don't know about the world, you know, whether there's, um, you know, fact checks or fake news, all this you're seeing, you know, I think when we're put, when we're being put under pressure, you see many sides of people or stories that we don't normally see mm -hmm. uh, and the truth will come out and and the and the ugly part will also come out too so it actually gives us the room to see a lot of things that we don't get to see when life is just you know normal um, so for me i actually look at this year that a lot has happened um, some are good some are less good but they all happen um, but it's you know, overall, it's, it's a year full of challenges, but the point is, you know, how do we feel about it? Have we, have we met those challenges in the best way that we can? Um, I certainly feel I'm tired <laughs> at the end of this year. Um, but when I look back, especially what you've just said about the episodes that we have done, um, yeah, it's, it's been a good year, maybe not in a sense of, how we normally measure what a good year is. But after all, you know, for me, it's, it's still a good year. It's still a good year. What about you, Lisa? That's nice. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I think it's definitely been a year of learning for me. Mm. I've, you know, all of a sudden my job description as a yoga teacher and a health and health coach, health and wellness coach um, included things like learning how to go live on Facebook and understanding Zoom and giving, you know, online talks and presentations and uh, working ex almost exclu exclusively online. So that ha mm. that's been a challenge. And, you know, sometimes I just joke, I need, a, I need an intern or a teenager or a teenage intern or, you know, because young people seem to know how to do these things so intuitively, <laughs> right, these days. Yeah. Um, so it's been... I think an opportunity, you know, we've talked a lot about on Secrets to Success here about mm -hmm. taking time to sort of turn inward. 
And because, you know, here in the US, we're still um, mm -hmm. under various degrees of lockdown. And I know, um, I know that Europe is as well, England, the UK just, I think is going today back into lockdown. So a lot of the external stimulus has been taken away. Um, mm. There aren't so many things for entertainment, things to do, things to go out. Um, so that's been, I haven't minded that. You know, I've really mm. enjoyed just sort of the stripping away of some of those external things that have allowed me to, you know, um, just be, um, be with myself and working on my business and be fully present for my clients. And so that's been kind of interesting, I think. Um, mm. Perhaps a, I would call it a positive unintended consequence of, of everything, um, while our hearts absolutely go out to those who've not had a good experience um, with COVID. But um, mm. yeah, I would say a challenging year, a stretching year, like you, full, mm. of, full of lots and lots of new, new. Yeah. You know, I actually had lunch with a friend of mine today and we were talking about because, you know, we're in Thailand and right now we're pretty free to roam around, so to speak, oh, yeah. uh, with the number of cases um, under control. Um, so we were out for lunch and we were doing some shopping, you know, the last minute thing. And, and suddenly I asked my friend, his issue was out buying things for her family. I said, so what did you get for yourself? And she hasn't bought anything. And then she asked me, what did I buy for myself? And I said to her, I said, I don't actually need gifts, nor do I want any gifts. Um, and more so I'm a bit anti-climax in many ways that because so many festivals are so commercialized. Mm -hmm. Every day for me is birthday. Every day for me is Mother's Day. So every day for me could be Christmas Day too. Mm. Um, but I never thought about, okay, Christmas, even without Christmas, what do I want? But we had a really nice chat. It had, like what you said, it has been a really long year. And even um, I met this friend through schools. So we talked about the challenges that we have gone through as parents doing online learning, trying to, you know, take the kids into school and then, you know, you wear masks. So there are lots of changes, not only for us as grown-ups, but how do we help our kids navigate all these new issues that they face day in, day out as well. But suddenly it dawned on me that, you know, I actually had a fantastic Christmas gift today with her, just having fantastic conversation and yeah. um, being with good company. And we are lucky that we were able to be outside and do it, you know, in an open area. I know some people are still, you know, confined in, in mm. their houses, but it makes me realize, you know, just how simple life is. You know, I don't need anything as, as, as long as, the, you know, there's great conversation, you know, there are friends around. Because um, we had people around us, they came out from quarantine and being caught in the middle of it all in a new city with a whole new family. And, mm. you know, it, it was very challenging for them. And we looked at how we can actually help them and, and, and help them embrace everything. Um, so I think a lot of it is going back to the last or, or the Thanksgiving episode is... I'm just grateful that I'm in the position to be able to extend myself to help other people yeah. Yeah. and and having a friend who is thinking of of 
that in the same way. And, and for me today, it, it was it was already a Christmas gift. <laughs> That's really nice. I love that. And I, I also, something that you said, um, I, I think perhaps what this time has taught me and maybe some of our other friends is that as long as we are healthy um, and able to stay safe, and I, I really want to recognize that there are a lot of people out there that have not been mm. able to do that. It's um, We've been very, very fortunate, right? But as long as we are, we really have everything that we need, right? So mm. I think the time in COVID has perhaps the pandemic helped me to realize that is that a lot of these external things that we get involved in and and especially if you take the spirit of Christmas for those who celebrate Christmas you know it definitely has been lost into simply buying gifts and commercial commercial commercialism and all of that but you know we really do have everything we need we really really we do. do we don't need to look externally we don't need to acquire more in fact most of us have more than enough more than enough information not to mention possessions, you know. Mm. I think it is a good opportunity whether, you know, we're still confined at home or whether we have the flexibility to go out. This year, because our movement is, is or has been so limited or is still being limited for some of us, instead of looking at what we can't do um, for good or not so good reasons, it really gives us the opportunity to think about what can we do with less available? Um, we're so used to having the accessibility for everything. And, and yeah. if we flip the coin that, you know, let's look at, okay, within this confined space, how can we still enjoy life? You know, whether, you know, we can go out once a week or twice a week or however it may be, how can we make use of the limited resources to make the best out of it and and it's quite nice in some way as challenging as it is is how we actually take a step back and try to simpl simplify our lives mm -hmm. so that we look at happiness as we define the secrets to success success isn't about you know owning things or buying things it all comes from within and now the fact that we cannot engage ourselves with the materialistic world as much. You know, we can't go out, buy things, consume things. So let's look within and see how we can consume within ourselves mm -hmm. um, to create that success, that secret to success is all about, you know, going within, right? So I think if people are able to flip the coin to look at it from that perspective, then the world will suddenly open up once again, even though physically we may feel we're being closed down, but if we our look at world. it from doing, yeah, our own world is actually being opened up because before, you know, so much going on in the world, so many distractions, so many activities we could do, yeah. we never really, we never really have time or we never actually make time to go in, rather we always go out. And I think now, you know, when we don't have much say about, you know, going in or out, then maybe we look at how how we can make the best out of it, you know, given the current yeah. situation. For sure, simplifying. I really like the idea of that. And perhaps we have been a little bit under an enforced, forced simplifying, um, mm. which has been a good opportunity. I think it's also interesting to know it, what you were speaking about, you know, I have a mindfulness and meditation practice and I know that you, that you may as well. Um, but sometimes when we're 
when we're forced with these things, you know, like all of, we didn't have a choice in mm. all of these options going away, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden, I wonder if some folks, and at times I felt like this might be faced with, oh, wait a second, I don't like just being only in here with this, you know? Mm. It can be quite confronting, I think, for a lot of folks and perhaps some of our friends have experienced that in 2020, being confronted with what's in between their ears. Mm, absolutely. I think it's a challenge, but it's how we rise up to meet those challenges. It's a good measurement of how we have grown individually, because mm. we can look at successes in, you know, getting promoted in your job, but as we redefine what success really means to us. And I think that's one of the, one of the good ways to really look at how much have we grown individually. Um, the measurement comes from within rather than, you know, looking at whether it's the job title or, you know, the, the salary amounts that we're getting or the recognition that we're getting externally. So, yeah, so I, I feel that no matter where we are, you know, if we can still make the best out of whatever that's available. Yeah, I, I think that's a big secret of success. Yeah, sure. I like it. We talked about that in our last episode with uh, sol the winter solstice or the longest dark day of darkness, right? And instead mm. of, you know, fighting it, and it's my tendency because I much prefer the bright and the light and the sun. And um, instead of fighting it, can we just embrace the gifts that it has to offer? And I guess that's what looking back, even though I may not have felt it at the time going through 2020, if I actually stop and look back on how it feels for me now, it's like, oh, wow, there, there were a lot of wonderful gifts that, that did come of 2020. So do you actually do a year-end review every year on your own, Lisa? You know, Kitty, if I'm honest, no. Okay. No. Um, and, and, prepping for this show, I really, I was thinking about this and I thought, wow, you know, I think I'm always so anxious to get on to the next thing, you know, mm. um, but, um, but I've been journaling a little bit differently this year and sort of recapping things that um, I thought was, were really great and things that maybe could have gone better. And I thought, well, it might be interesting to go back and reread some of those things and just sort of see how I was feeling on each individual day. So I don't know, what about you? Is this something that you have a regular practice of? I do actually. Um, I've been doing it for God knows how long, 15 years, if not longer. Um, so every year at the end of the year, um, it doesn't have to be the 31st of December. So it's kind mm -hmm. of when I find the, the right space at the right moment towards the end mm -hmm. of the year, then I actually sit down and kind of reflect back to the whole year and at time to actually pin down every month, if not every quarter, to look at what was the biggest focus during that mm -hmm. month or that quarter. Uh, whether it is something that I do physically or whether it's something that I do internally, you know, it's, then you find the patterns there and suddenly you realize, even though, especially for this year, you know, year 2020, many of us feel that, you know, we haven't actually done a great deal. But if we don't just look at, you know, what job have I done or what have I created rather than, okay, how, how have I been coping or addressing the situation and look mm -hmm. at how we have responded, not reacted to all the situation. 
um, you will actually see it doesn't have to be every month, but every quarter there might be a big theme coming out and you mm -hmm. suddenly realize individually how much we have, we have grown. Um, so I tend to do that every year end um, just so I can take stock. But this year, because um, actually if I look back <laughs> last year and the year before when I was doing solo then with the live show, at the end of the year, it was always year end self-review <laughs> because this is my theme. So when we talked about doing this this time, I actually thought, well, instead of looking at it that way this year, as I would normally do, how about, and I'm putting it out there for you and for our friends, mm -hmm. instead of looking at it this way, why don't we just take a moment and check in with how we feel right now? Because we've been thinking so much, because we have been asked to pivot, we have been asked to adapt to changes constantly this year. Um, so I think there's enough thinking, there's enough. Our mind is, is actually getting quite fatigued. Agreed. So a, a good way to really to reflect this year, instead of you know thinking about how it has been, what about sitting here, just getting a sense of how we feel right now so that we don't have to analyze, we don't have to think, we don't have to compare. It's just allow us to sit and feel. Because mm. now I feel, honestly, I feel tired. Mm -hmm. um, it isn't just a physical tiredness. It's, there's an undercurrent that it has been a long year, mm -hmm. you know, so many changes, more so than ever. How do I feel right now? And more importantly, as and when we go into the holiday seasons, how do I feel, you know, that is, what is it that I need to make me feel better, you know, um, and make me feel more ready and refreshed to welcome the next year? Um, it isn't about, you know, what I've achieved or not achieved this year, what my goal is for next year. I, I, I really just want to not thinking, no thinking, rather than just sit and feel and allow us to, to breathe and take all the responsibility away just for that one moment so that, you know, we check in with, with our own emotion. I know that I'm one of them, um, no matter how well we address our emotion and check in with how we feel, because the world has been going so fast, there are lots that we cannot catch up kind of in the same time as what we're dealing physically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that is why I also feel towards the year and as the winter is here with us, no matter where we are, it really gives us the, the space to, to just sit and be for a bit and just let us see, okay, how am I feeling? Do I feel good or do I feel not so good? You know, how do I feel about, you know, moving forward? Where is it that I need to make me feel more rested before I actually take the next step, before I actually think about the next thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's that whole thing that it's so easy to get caught up. And if we're not doing, we're not getting things done. And what you just described to me sounds sort of like, you know, clearing the clutter before you start a new project, right? Like you can't, or to use the example of a dish, a kitchen sink full of dishes, you know, you can't get in there and start prepping the next meal if the dishes from last night's dinner are in the way. And, and <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of think of that as like an energetic 
clearing what you just described, just a real energetic, you know, looking back, noticing how we feel, no matter what it is, whether it is good, bad, ugly, evil, whatever, accepting the feelings that we have right now for 2020. Mm. Um, and, and, and knowing that we might want to feel differently in 2021 and that's okay, but it's also okay. However, we're feeling right now. Absolutely. And I think however we feel, and also when we take a moment, it's only then we have the space to get a sense of what it is that we need in order for Mm -hmm. us to feel better. Because if we are constantly doing something, you know, we don't actually get a good sense of how what we need for you know within us it's it's not like you know oh i'm tired or i'm hungry let's have some breakfast or let's have some smoothies it's it's nothing like that it's it's more on an energetic level you know Mm -hmm. what is it that we need or like even today i feel tired um but i feel energized after having a good conversation with my friend at lunchtime um so at times all we need is just a good chat and and that's it um but it wasn't planned it was impromptu and and i think pockets like this you know being impromptu in the moment at times is it's just the best christmas gift i can ever get (laughs) (laughs) that's wonderful yeah yeah and to be open to those right to allow space and um just be really really open for that so Without jumping ahead too much, um, do you have a specific ritual or plan that you that you plan to do for this for this year for yourself, or is it literally going to be taking yourself out for a cuppa and just sitting? Or do you have a, a ritualistic ceremony? Do you have what what does it look like for you? I'm sure our viewers would be interested. I have rituals, but my ritual changes every year. Um, so the, the, the framework is pretty much the same, but like, you know, we have three weeks coming up with the school holidays. So whilst we are going to be away or wherever I am, when I have a moment, I always have my little journal with me wherever mm-hmm. we go. So when I have that moment and I catch myself going into that zone and that's mm-hmm. when I start reflecting, it isn't necessarily a set time or set way or set position or set space. Um, but it's more about allowing that moment to come to find you rather than, oh, I do it on the 31st mm-hmm. December midnight. And I think if for our friends, if they're new to it, it's always good that when you dictate those moments, because if we don't, you know, that moment may never happen because never it's not mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's not that important for us. But when you're into the habit of doing it, you know, that moment, because it's, it's constantly in my mind, but instead of looking for that moment, I allow that moment to come when I actually feel unrested, then mm. the, the ideas will come, that reflection will come naturally, wherever it may be, you know, whether it's tomorrow or next week, it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. Because whatever we do, the year end self-review, unlike, you know, performance appraisal that we have in the corporate world is totally for self so do it however suits us you know if set time works for you like learning meditation if you feel that you need to be guided go for guided meditation if you're already kind of in your groove and you can do a free flow then you know however works you know we talked about it you know whether running is your meditation going out for yoga class is your meditation 
what what's important is finding what works for us individually so allow the thoughts to come and then and then you like to use your journal and you just get them out on paper your feelings and yeah 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 i do i do like doing that um in early days i wrote a lot i write Mm -hmm. a lot less now because of the blogging that i do as well um but one thing that there are times that i um when i when i was a bit younger i think i had lots of frustrations not Mm -hmm. saying that i don't have any but i probably manage (laughs) it a bit better now um i'm sure some audience will do that you know if there are things that i I kind of feel I cannot get rid of. Um, there are times I write them out and then um, and I'll, I'll burn that piece of paper mm-hmm. and just kind of symbol- symbolically help me to release that negativity, something that I know I'm holding on to, even though I don't know how to resolve. But symbolically, when I burn it, it in some way, it helps me kind of let go of that energy um, whether people believe it or not, it doesn't matter. I guess if you feel something may work for you, go try it out. If, it, if you don't feel drawn to it, it's fine too. Um, sure. At the end of the day, like we say, secret to success, there is no one formula. It really is about finding what works for us individually because every single way works, but not every single way works for us. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. So you know, maybe that can be a, a challenge or an invitation rather for our viewers to think about how you are going to wrap up the year for you. Um, mm. It's very nice to do something around that. And if making a list of accomplishments does it for you, great, that's great. I love your ritual that you just described. Sometimes we call that a burning bowl ceremony where we write things we want to let go of. We light them on fire, then energetically we can maybe let go. Or perhaps it's just sitting with a cuppa and a journal. Oh, a glass of wine with a friend at lunch. <laughs> or a glass of wine with a friend at lunch. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really, really great. I do think it is important, however, to have this time for reflection and mm. look back and, and notice what we're feeling and notice, I think, very important point you made. What do we need to feel more the way we might want to feel in 2021? Absolutely. I think it's, it's important because I just had a public event on Monday and it was nice to see the audience. And I also realized that whatever that, you know, we do a lot of the time, many of us, when we're not kind of in the same field, very few people actually spend time to really look at ourselves and we only do so when we go to a workshop we only do so when we go for a retreat but every single day is a retreat if we make it happen and by the time we wait for that retreat to come and especially now you know do online retreat (laughs) we can imagine we're in india imagine we're in hawaii wherever maybe you know the best retreat is within our own temple right and um and I think it's, it's kind of bring it all back to really says like, okay, how can I do my own retreats in the way that will allow me to re-energize? Yeah. Um, yeah. And if we can all do that, yeah, I think it might be um, a good wrap up for the year before we all get ready again for the new year to come. I think that sounds perfect. I think that sounds like a great place to leave it is an invitation to have your own personal 
year in retreat, whatever that looks like for you and share with us. We would love to know whether you do a burning ceremony, whether you write in your journal, whether you make a list, um, whatever works for you. Take yourself on a retreat, allow some space and some time, rest and rejuvenate for the new year. Absolutely. Or else join Lisa online. Yeah, or else come online. And join <laughs> <me>. <laughs> that's right. Well, if you are struggling with any of these things, I mean, that's what Kitty and I are here for. And that's what we do. So absolutely reach out. We both do group, um, corporate and one-on-one -on -one coaching. So we would love, we would love to chat if we can be of help as you reorganize and regroup for the new year. Do you have anything else to add, Kitty? Otherwise, I'm mindful of the time. No, nothing other than thanking our friends and audience for um, being part of our journey this year. Yeah. And it has been a fun ride, um, but I'm really happy we get to where we are tonight, you know, as our last episode of this year. And I just wish everyone um, a happy holidays and we'll see everyone mm. in the new year. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, it's late there. I'll let you get to bed, Kitty. All right, then. Thanks, everyone. Speak Bye, to you everyone. next year, Lisa. Bye. <laughs> Bye.